Hey y'all, welcome back to Cutting Drags. I'm Joe Singer, and I'm still an alcoholic, and an asshole, and a village idiot, and a liar, you know, all that stuff. Well, uh, we've reached 1,000 plays, That's a big milestone for our podcast, um, so for you, seven listeners on average and four followers thank you it's been a long time coming so uh i don't know what a thousand does or means but i just saw it it's a thousand and twenty nine i think plate so anyway thank you well it's a sad sunday morning and i'm about ready to fire a little smoker and Cook some barbecue, smoke a butt. We're gonna call it. Let's see this dude. Ten pounder. Yeah. How much it says it weighs? That's wet. So I'm all alone. The wife's at work. I'm in charge of me. I hadn't done a podcast in a while. Something keeps telling me. Do a podcast, do a podcast, and I keep thinking, I'll do it later, I'll do it later. And I'm thinking that's just a normal alcoholic brain justifying. Ain't that many people listening? People don't need to listen to this. This is for me, which it really is just for me. But I'm glad to have y'all seven people listening on average. Because apparently... You care what I got to say. So this morning, you know, I've purposely, since I've been in recovery, tried not to watch so much news. I try to keep the TV off. I try to keep myself, when I'm not at work or dealing with home stuff, I try to keep myself, uh, I listen to podcasts, other people's podcasts. I listen to true crime. I listen to recovery. I listen to, uh, you know, just I get myself outside the real world, so I don't have to deal with stuff until I have to deal with stuff. But this morning I turned on the news, and you know I found real quick the reason I quit watching it so much, uh, but they did catch a catch the Long Island serial killer supposedly, uh, and then a, a girl from Alabama come up missing. She's been found safe. There's something else. But the one thing I noticed during all this tragedy, it's just tragic. They don't report anything good. You know, if you want to see something good, you got to get out of the house. But during all this tragedy, one thing they all had in common was they began to pray. And, you know, I was just as guilty as they were before I got into recovery. You know, I I had denounced God. My God, I had denounced. I just didn't give a shit for nothing, you know. I was in the AA for quitters kind of thing, you know. 
you've heard me touch on that. But during all this tragedy, all the news, somebody in each report is praying to God. And they're sending prayers up. Um, when that girl in Alabama come up missing, they actually showed people going to church just to pray for her. And, you know, three years sober and three years into my program, once again, I've come to the realization that we, as addicts and alcoholics, it's working a good program on the right track. You know, we pray every morning if we're doing it right. We pray every night if we're doing it right. And once again, it's a shame that we had to go through the shit that we went through to get to a program that we're working to pray again. And you know, whether their prayers worked or they didn't in their eyes, I hope that they, like us, come to the realization is you don't have to wait until bad shit happens to pray. And one thing I found in my recovery is if I pray every day, good things happen to me every day. I'm, yes, if, if something happens to my family, to my friends, I'm going to pray for you. But I'm not going to wait till bad stuff happens to you to pray for you. I'm a firm believer that they took the Bible out of schools and that's part of our problem. Now that's not our only problem, but it's a big problem. These kids are not even scared of God anymore. So when we take them out of school, I mean, we take take God out of school, you take God fearing, learning out of school. But that's a complete, I'm not going to get on this high horse and send you down a rabbit hole of religion. I'm just observing that people only pray when bad stuff happens. You know, the majority of people, not us. If we're doing it right, we're praying every day. But you know, I remember when I was in active addiction, my son had a cancer scare. You know, he was, I don't know, in his mid-20s, early 20s, I guess. Um, and that's a bad thing. My addiction keeps me from remembering how old he was when this happened. Um, and the doctors were 100% convinced that this kid had some kind of lymphoma cancer, however you say that. It was in his neck. And they went in and did a biopsy. I remember being at the hospital somewhat sober, I guess, I kind of. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember being, I wasn't, I didn't have no alcohol in the car, I don't think. But anyway, I could remember it, so I guess I was somewhat sober. I remember going out and praying for the first time as an adult. 
And I prayed that God take this cancer from him. Don't take his life, take mine. And that was the hardest I've ever prayed in my life at that point. And two hours later, we got a secret word from the lab, not from the doctor, from a family friend of my ex-wife, that it didn't look like cancer to her. And she's seen a lot of cancer. But don't hold her to it. She didn't say this, and she'll go to her grave saying she never told us anything. And I went back outside. And I simply told God, thank you. And I'll accept anything that he puts on. And my son's been fine ever since. They have no clue what that mass was. They never told him anything else. But he's, since then, he's born me two grandchildren. He's living a happy life. But once again, I had never prayed that hard. I never prayed really um, until bad stuff happens to me. And you know, I, now that I think about it, the only other time that I can remember praying was the first time we served a search warrant as a rookie cop, and I was the lead man. And I can remember in my life, this shit is real now. We're not in Mayberry. We're going to kick somebody's door in and serve a search warrant, and I may be shot and killed. And I remember going into a room by myself, pretending I'm putting on my gear. Now, I didn't get on my knees. I just stopped, closed my eyes, and I said a prayer. Not just for me, for all of us. It turned out well. I never thank God for keeping us safe. But that's the only two times before my recovery I remember praying. I mean really praying. Not this, you know, I'm in I'm on vacation Bible school and, and we're bowing our heads and praying. I'm thinking about this pretty little girl next to me or or we're Somebody saying grace at the table, and I'm thinking about this biscuit sitting up there in the basket. You know, I'm talking about real prayer, real prayer. I've, I've done it twice in my entire life before I found recovery. So that's just a little observation. That's my brain's way of thinking. So if you hadn't prayed today, Go ahead and do it. Even if you're going to a room, pretending to put on your gear, get all prayed up. And do it now. Don't wait. Don't wait until two months has passed before you do another podcast. You wouldn't believe how good this just recording Saying this stuff out loud makes me feel. And why I don't do more of these more often, I can't answer that. And if it affects y'all's recovery, I apologize. But 
It's progress, baby, not perfection. So I hope you have a happy Sunday. I'm going to go see if there's a race on. I'm going to fire up this smoker. And I'm going to do Sunday shit, y'all. Life is good. Family is healthy. I'm glad y'all are here. I love you all. Until next time, stick together.